Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the iPhone XR with its amazing camera included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after monthly credit supplied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic. After 630-20, pay $32 a month per line with AutoPay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Dan Bach, Roto-Grinders, Daily Fantasy Picks podcast for you on this Friday, all presented to you by Fantasy Draft. I'm so excited for football season. The last preseason games uh, are done yesterday, so therefore the only games we have in the lobby are week one in Fantasy Draft. Hopefully you checked them out this year. They've got the rake-free head-to-head games. They have the player block, so you're going to get the greatest value by far in your cash games over there on Fantasy Draft. So check them out this season. Promo code GRINDERS and try and qualify for the great Carolina Millions uh, live final, which uh, I am excited about. And uh, we'll certainly be firing at that queue uh, as well throughout this football season. Uh, we're going to talk baseball tonight, though. We'll get to that in a moment. Did you see DraftKings announce their live final? It's going to be down in Miami, I think, week 15. Uh, $12 million prize pool for them. $2 million is the uh, first place payout there. Uh, you know, it's a little top-heavy for my liking. Uh, now, that's not to say I'm not going to fire at it, but uh, certainly if you finish in the top 20, you're pretty good. Uh, if you're in the lower half of things, uh, not the prettiest payout for you. Um, but, you know, I, I, I get why they want to have the biggest first place prize, I guess. But make it a million and a half and spread $500,000 of, of wealth out to uh, some other people who qualified for that. But uh, it's their setup. They did what they want. And again, uh, I'll probably still take a shot or two or probably 10 throughout the season to give it a run. But uh, bang for your buck, man, those $2 million first place payouts, I just don't see the upside in it. I just don't think $2 million drives that much more than, say, a million and a half or a $2 million. And I think that if you spread that extra money out, it's just money that potentially can churn on the site um, to the other finalists. And just, it makes your, believe me, it makes your experience that much better when you've got that solid payday um, uh, when you go to these live finals versus walking away with, what, 12 grand, and then they give you like 2K ahead of time or whatever the min payment is ahead of time. So sometimes you don't even get anything added to your account. So, that's uh, that's where the frustration kind of lies a little bit with me. But, you know, they've got analytics that might say otherwise that $2 million does drive that much more. And uh, I know DraftKings always likes to have the big prize. So uh, that is in the lobby. They actually have some queues starting on Thursday. And a $6, so that's $150 max. And then an $850, uh, $850 buy-in, 100 uh, contestants, 3 entry max. So... Uh, those are your options there to try and qualify down in Miami 
for that uh, live final. Nothing from FanDuel yet. I'm guessing we'll see something here in the next week about their World Fantasy Football Championship. Uh, but yeah, it's that time of year again. And uh, it's great that starting next week, uh, we will have football content. Actually, starting already today, we've got football content. But uh, just a reminder, the Roto Grinders... Uh, 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 daily fantasy football feed um, podcast feed is out on iTunes. So subscribe to that one. If you're going to be looking for all of our football media content, it is going to be there. So it's not on this feed any longer. This is exclusively going to be the daily fantasy fix. Uh, but the uh, NFL content is, again, just search Roto Grinders and iTunes. We submitted on Stitcher as well for your Android users. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But that's how you can get the podcast. And then some questions on how do we get premium pods. Basically, it's going to be set up where it will be um, it will be on a page, a premium page, like a JM to win you know, premium article, except it'll be a page that will have a video embedded and then also a place for you to uh, download your podcast. So you're not going to be able to get things like the Swolecast on iTunes, but you will be able to get um, the download, you know, via the, the website and, you know, it should work on your mobile so you can just download it directly to your phone off of that page. So uh, definitely going to have playback for you on those freemium uh, pieces of content that we have this season. Uh, all right, that's kind of what I got. So do me a favor, though. Make sure you definitely uh, check that out. Also, we did a new video, and uh, I'm really proud of this one, is uh, Inside the Matchup with Inside the Pylon. Make sure you check that video out. I think it's one of the more innovative pieces of daily fantasy content that we've ever produced here at Roto Grinders, and uh, they put in a lot of work on it. Uh, Simon did a great job with it, you know. I'm just the kind of talking head at the end. What I do is easy, but they break down game film and give you two plays that uh, they really like. And I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm going to make you watch it. But I will say one of the options that they that they pointed out as a interesting week one play is certainly somebody that most people are not going to be talking about. So make sure you watch that video. It's free for you on YouTube. Give it a thumbs up. Tell us you you like it. Give some feedback on it. And uh, we're hoping to make it better and better as the year goes on. So that's one of our new pieces of NFL content that's already out there. So check that out. Uh, all right, let's get to M uh, MLB for tonight. Uh, trades galore already happening. Uh, Justin Berlander, Justin Upton both get traded from the uh, Detroit Tigers. They basically are are punting, and, uh, you know, rightfully so. They're not playing for anything. Might as well try and get some sort of prospects out of it and cut down your payroll a little bit. But Tigers are in action today, and they take on uh, Carlos Carrasco, who is the strongest favorite today, and rightfully so. He's going against an extremely watered-down lineup. Uh, I'm not sure about suspensions. I thought I saw something on the bottom line come across on, you know, suspensions there for the... Uh, for the Tigers, but Miguel Cabrera's kind of been banged up anyway. If he wouldn't be in the lineup, then this is just an awful, awful setup. I mean, uh, obviously, Cassianos is a nice young player, but besides that, they just don't bring a lot to the table here, and uh, I, I think Carrasco's your number one today. Yes, we've got Kershaw back from injury, but the thing about Kershaw is that uh, He's going to be limited to 75 pitches today. Now, he can still probably get you eight strikeouts and 75 pitches, uh, but I, I just 
there's not the upside that warrants the salary that he's going to command today. So uh, wait a couple of starts, use some, you know, Kershaw, maybe uh, another, you know, week or two, and he's in play for you. But Carrasco for me against the Tigers, again, that lineup's terrible. Matt Boyd is pitching on the opposite side, who's not a very good pitcher as well. Uh, Indians with an implied run total of 5-7 today. So I think this is an easy one. Uh, Carrasco's my guy today, number one. Uh, lots of other options, though, for number two today. And you might want to try and pay down because we get Arizona and we get Colorado in Coors Field today. And Arizona's facing a lefty today. Ooh, man, that's a that's a sexy spot for them. But uh, there's not that, like, 5K crapper we've kind of seen the last couple of days where we had Coors Field and... You had crazy ownership on on guys like, uh, you know, Andrew Heaney out there. So we're going to have to dig a little bit. And you might not be able to get all those guys into your lineup. But let's kind of go through it here. First off, Sonny Gray against the Red Sox. Interesting. Um, He's 8.8 on DraftKings uh, here tonight. Uh, FanDuel 17-2. Or excuse me, Fantasy Draft 17-2. FanDuel 8,800. And, uh, you know, he's coming off an awesome start against Seattle where 31 DraftKings points, which is a huge day for him. The start before was on the road in Boston and didn't do well at all. Only two and a half uh, points for him that day. But what I find interesting here is we've got an implied run total under four for the Red Sox. Uh, We've got uh, him as a minus 163 favorite. That really stands out to me. I mean, Doug Fister obviously is a big reason why He's a favorite, Fister. Um, not a great pitcher, but you know what? He's had over 20 FanDuel or DraftKings points at three of four starts. So it's not like he's been totally trash all year long. In fact, he's been borderline good in three of his last four starts. And uh, this line just kind of stinks to me. Like, I would have probably had Sonny Gray at like minus 125 here against the Red Sox, maybe minus 130. I'll see what direction this goes in, but uh, Vegas, I think, has given me an indicator. Again, I have thoughts in my head what things are going to come in at, and uh, you know, I did not see the Red Sox with an implied run total under four in this one. So, uh, kind of intriguing here. Probably rolling that in GPPs, uh, but uh, I think there's a case to be made for Sonny Gray or maybe even the Yankees stack because just something doesn't feel right in that game. Uh, Both pitchers in play, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Garrett Cole, Luis Castillo, 9,500 for uh, Castillo on DraftKings. Cole, 11-2. And, uh, you know, if I'm choosing between the two, it's going to be Castillo for me to save the extra 2K. Fantasy Draft, he's 18-3. FanDuel, he's only 8,100. Cole, for me, I'm a sucker for Garrett Cole. I keep on going back to him. I think he's... Uh, a pretty good pitcher, but he does not have enormous upside. On a day like today at 11-1, I don't see him overly viable. Um, I, I just, on DraftKings, like I like him. Um, the implied run total for the Reds today, three and a half. You know, that's pretty low on this slate. Um, but Castillo's a guy who's just shown tremendous, you know, strikeout upside here. 9-8-7 in his last three starts. A good ballpark to pitch in out there in Pittsburgh. And just price per point, he's popping for me more than Garrett Cole is. So uh, I'll go Castillo in that one, looking at the salaries. Uh, Blue Jays in Baltimore, kind of off of this one. I think Gavin Gossman is okay. Uh, you know, he's definitely, you know, 
done a lot better the second half of the season than he did the first. One, two, three, four, five, six of eight starts here uh, have gone for 20 DraftKings points or more in about, uh, let's go even higher, 23 DraftKings points or more. Can that continue versus Toronto? I suppose it could. Uh, he did get a 20 spot versus them a, a tad bit earlier in the year, and he's just kind of like figured it out. So uh, a home game, be, be a genie for all the uh, people who want to make sure I announce names right, is on the mound for Toronto, and he's uh, pretty mediocre we've seen at best this season. So uh, I, I like him, don't love him. I wish the strikeouts, you know, upside was a little bit greater, but at 8,700, uh, a def decent enough spot there. Uh, Phillies, Marlins, Pavetta versus Peters. Uh, Peters is interesting. Coming up from double A, but he's not available anyway, anywhere. So uh, not going to play him. At least, let me make sure he's not available on Fantasy Draft because he's definitely not available on DraftKings or FanDuel. I'm not seeing him yet. So, um, yeah, he's kind of interesting. Got some K upside, youngster there, but uh, can't play him today. Skaggs, Hamels, and Rangers and Angels. I don't see either of these two guys uh, interesting me. Blake Snell against Ronaldo Lopez, White Sox and Rays. And I think Blake Snell is going to drive some ownership here. Be a little bit careful because we get the White Sox versus a lefty, which is a dangerous situation sometimes. But Snell has been on it his last two starts, 21 and 33. Uh, one on the road at St. Louis, one at home against Seattle. So uh, I think he's all right at the salary. I wish he was a tad bit cheaper. But uh, they should be good to go. Ronaldo Lopez, you know, his last start against Texas, uh, walked four in four innings, did have six strikeouts to start before a K in inning against Kansas City. He's 6K here uh, on DK, fantasy draft 1,200 and FanDuel 68. I think he's a sneaky GPP. He's probably like the ultimate low-dollar punt. Like, I like him better than Dylan G, like him better than Jason Hamill. Anybody who's in like this 6K, 5K range, Lopez is probably a guy I'd consider simply uh, because he's got that K upside against the team in Tampa who strikes out a lot. Now, obviously, Tampa's playing for uh, trying to get into the playoffs. White Sox playing for nothing. But when you add up that, uh, you know, this is a handedness of pitcher they should be able to take advantage of comparative to most. Now, given that lineup does suck, um, <laughs> you know, it's not an impossibility for Blake Snell to give up four or five runs. So uh, I'm, I think Lopez, if you really want, you know, that stack um, out there in Coors, if you want, you know, to load up on the bats, I think he's a path to doing it. I think he's going to be sub 5% ownership, maybe not five, but certainly sub 10. Uh, but I think we can get like six strikeouts from him. And if he can find the strike zone, keep an eye on uh, Cardi today. See what he says on, uh, on umpires. If he's got a good pitcher's umpire, uh, I don't mind Lopez today against Tampa. Uh, Royals and Twins, no go for me. Uh, Nationals and Brewers, uh, Nelson versus Tanner Rourke. Uh, I think some people will play Jimmy Nelson. Uh, I don't, I can't figure him out, so I'm not going to try. Uh, I, I don't see it versus Washington personally, um, but he is at home. But uh, at 8,400, I think there's other options I'd prefer to have. Uh, Coors Field's a pass. Uh, Kershaw, no. Lamette on the other side, kind of interesting here. Now, it is the Dodgers, one of the elite hitting teams out there. Again, if he was 7K, I could do it. 7-6, I mean, he's given you, he hasn't he hasn't hurt you 
in a while. 21, 24, 23, 13, 26, 15, 17. That's his last seven starts. So I feel like there's some safety there. Uh, it feels like his Ks are pretty much maxed out at about seven. Uh, let's see. Previously, I think he's pitched against the Dodgers. Nope. I guess he has not pitched against the Dodgers this year. Uh, I don't I don't hate him. Uh, GPP play for me um, at 7-6. I do think there's some strikeout upside. You're not playing him on FanDuel. You want those win points. So... Um, Wish he was a little bit cheaper, but I got I got another guy that we can get to here in a minute. Um, and uh, Sean Manea, Mike Leak, Oakland and Seattle, uh, hard pass for me there. And then Jack Flaherty versus Johnny Cueto uh, here tonight. And Flaherty, I think is I think he's in play today. Uh, we he's he is on the slate. He checks in at sixty seven hundred. He is the other guy that's like below seven k that I can kind of endorse today. The Giants offense leaves a lot to be desired. I was looking at Flaherty's numbers in the minors. Uh, you know, he's a top five kind of prospect for the Cardinals. Not huge strikeout, but it's, you know, it's existent. Uh, and I feel like this is just a, a nice spot when you consider the Cardinals coming in on the road with a first-time pitcher at at a, uh, what, small favorite against Johnny Cueto. And Cueto... Don't be fooled. This guy got rocked in his rehab start in like AAA the other day. So I don't think he's ready to go. Uh, I think that the numbers kind of baked in. Typically, you see run totals under four out in San Francisco. Uh, 4-3 for the Cardinals, 4-2 for the Giants. Uh, Flaherty's got to take a shot on, though, at 6,700. He and Lopez are my cheapies that I'm loving today. Uh, Castillo I like. Uh, a good bit today, and then Carlos Carrasco is my plug-and-play, and Sonny Gray, something standing out weird in that game. Uh, all right, let's uh, get to the bats for us tonight. We'll start at catcher spot again. DraftKings, FanDuel, you got to roster them over on our front. Fantasy Draft, you do not. Uh, all right, a couple of names for us right off of the bat. Um, let's see. I'm... Quickly looking here and seeing what we got with, um, you know, it's weird because I see John Hicks popping uh, with a 361 average, 380, 391 Woba. He's 3K, but I'm not playing John Hicks against Carlos Carrasco. Maybe I'm the, I'm the donkey for that one, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, but obviously, Jonathan Lucroy in Coors at 3.6 is a name we got to look at. Chris Iannetta in Coors at 3.5. Uh, I probably would prefer Ionetta here in this one because sometimes he bats second, and that is a really nice batting order here versus a lefty, and he's been awesome versus lefties. Now, limited sample size this season, but we've got a 430 Woba, 345 average, 241 ISO. So uh, I love Ionetta. I think he's the chalk today if he uh, – you know, if he ends up uh, batting second at that kind of salary. If you want more savings, uh, I've got no issues with uh, Salvador Perez against Dylan G today. He's coming in at an under 3K price tag. It's been ugly for him. One hit in his last four games, uh, but the price tag is just too low on him, so I don't mind him one bit. Uh, an interesting option for you now, does Dylan Peters hasn't given up a home run in the minors this season, so uh, he's been tough. But Cameron Rupp versus a lefty, especially a young lefty, I don't hate today. I think he's kind of like a, uh, a one-off. But, I mean, he's got a hot bat right now. He's got one, two, three, 
four home runs over his last seven games and had a streak there of three consecutive. So he's at least seen the ball well and uh, 2,600 there on FanDuel. You could probably do a little bit worse than him. I think he's a really low-owned option for you potentially tonight. Um... That's probably all I'm looking at here today. Real Muto against Pavetta. I don't mind with the batting order, but give me Ionetta over him at the same price. And if you're not on Jack Flaherty and you want to roster Buster Posey, batting cleanup, again, highest run totals in that game. So, uh, again, I, I like Flaherty, but I, I certainly not saying Buster Posey's a bad play at that salary tonight. Under 3K over on FanDuel, too. All right, let's move on over to first base, see what we got for you. And uh, obviously, Paul Goldschmidt is in Coors. He's going against Kyle Freeland, who just happens to be a lefty. And yeah, it's not a bad little spot there for Paul Goldschmidt, but 5,600 on DraftKings. Fantasy draft, he's probably going to eclipse. Let me look here. I'm guessing he's eclipsing that 10K mark. Yeah, almost 11K, 10.8 over there. So uh, I'll be curious to see what ownership comes in at on him. But he's certainly a guy that uh, is in an amazing spot and wouldn't shock me one bit to see him have a monster game here. Uh, Price per dollar-wise, you're looking to save a little bit. Uh, CJ Crone against the lefty and Cole Hamels. He's been hot here. Lately, and uh, an ISO over 300 this season versus left-handed pitching. Sm sample size a bit small, but uh, you know, obviously at 3600, that's a pretty solid little price tag on him. Got a couple of guys over there for Tampa. Again, I kind of like them against Blake Snell. Um, you know, as a one-off, I would never really stack them up. But Abreu and Davidson, uh, Abreu 466 Woba against lefties this year, 287 ISO. So. 377 average. He's been excellent in that split. So he's at 4,100. He makes some sense. You know, Reese Hoskins is 44 against the youngster Dylan Peters. So, uh, you know, that's a play that you can look at. And then Mike Napoli in that mid 3K range against a lefty and Tyler Skaggs, who's been all over the place lately. Not been great since he's been called up. Uh, I like the salary kind of price per dollar option on him. Now, I'm going to love Cleveland all day today. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion, again, he's better against righties than lefties. But 4500 getting him a piece of your your uh, your Cleveland stack tonight, it's not never, never a bad idea. And, uh, yeah, I think that kind of covers... Our first basements move on over to second base. Uh, Brandon Drury against Mr. Kyle Freeland. He's 3,400 over there on DraftKings. FanDuel did a nice job of uh, bouncing some of these salaries up. He's 4,500 over there on FanDuel. So core is going to be a little bit tougher to get into your lineup there than DK, where uh, certainly some of these Diamondback bats, in, in fact, are, are pretty low priced. So 3,500. On him, um, obviously, we've got uh, DJ LeMayhew as a uh, potential play as well. Um, he's 4,400 out there for Colorado. Uh, you know, that team is always interesting to stack up. Paul DeYoung, again, shortstop eligible and second base eligible, only 3,300. Again, I'm not in the camp of, uh, of Cueto having much in the tank left this season. So I like him in kind of a uh, fair and balanced type lineup build uh, at just a, what, $3,300 price tag. So he's definitely standing out for me. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Daniel Murphy against Jimmy Nelson, but he's really pricey at four five. Odor against Skaggs. That's that's a low price at thirty four hundred, but he's really struggled versus lefty on lefty. One fifty four average, one seventy eight woba. Probably best to pass on that one. Um, just not the uh, the split that I'm really looking for uh, with Odor at that price tag. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, he's fine against Dylan Peters in that leadoff spot at 3-8. Uh, and then, you know, your payups. Jonathan Scope's been just incredible this season at 4-6 uh, for us tonight. Jose Ramirez as well at 4-7. Uh, but, yeah, I really like um, Paul DeYoung tonight. I think he's in a pretty good spot. All right, let's move on to third base, and uh, we'll see what the lineups come out like today. But, you know, Nolan Arenado should be in it, and uh, he's 5,100 today. Taiwan Walker on the mound for Arizona. Not a complete gas can by any stretch, but uh, Arenado's a guy who I think is, you know, going to be an elite play anytime he is at home, so look for him uh, in a lot of lineups for me tonight. Uh, let's see who else we got on the cheaper side of things. You know, Longoria against Lopez, 3-7. It's fine. Um, I kind of like Lopez, though, so I don't think I'll have too much of that one. Uh, Chapman against Leak today at 2.5. Really too cheap of a price tag for him, but that's eighth. So uh, that kind of bothers me a little bit. Nice salary in Travis Shaw today. Under 4K versus a righty in Tanner Rourke. Batting cleanup. Uh, he can uh, definitely be a path to, you know, big fantasy output with big starting pitching today. So uh, I like him off of the uh, big payup in Nolan Arenado today. Uh, probably not playing Jake Lamb lefty on lefty today. Machado's just so locked in at the plate, but uh, 5,300, I'd rather have Arenado over him. Uh, Todd Frazier against Doug Fister. Kind of interesting there. I don't mind Frazier in spots. Again, something wonky going on out there with the Yankees today and this Vegas side of things from, from my perspective. So uh, I've been called the Todd Frazier whisperer at times. And uh, maybe maybe I'll be whispering to you today. Uh, Todd Frazier, not a bad option in that middle tier. Uh Joey Gallo, 3-7, a nice price tag on him. Lefty on lefty. Hasn't been horrible. I mean, because the way you look at it with Gallo is, like, he hits a home run or strikes out pretty much versus anybody. And he's got a 307 ISO against lefties this season in 78 at bat. So he hasn't been trash by any um, any measure. And the salary is pretty reasonable. I think he's been locked in. I think he's got home runs and maybe back-to-back -back games. Let me take a quick look here. Uh no, I guess not home runs back-to-back. -back. It hits in three consecutive games for him. 6-16-31 uh, uh, is his uh, FanDuel output over the last three games. So, eh, I don't mind him. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, Giovanni Urshela, maybe, if you wanted to totally punt to get some exposure there for Cleveland. But I think third base is more of a, a pay-up spot. Uh, at short... You know, I told you a little bit about Paul DeYoung, so uh, I'm looking at him today at 3.3K. Adam Rosales versus a lefty uh, at 3.2. He's fine if he makes the lineup. Kettle Marte might make the lineup instead, and uh, either one of those two guys at 3.2-3.6 is getting you Coors Field exposure. Uh, let's see, Trevor Story at 3.7 against Taiwan Walker. I mean, he's been pretty weak against righties this season, you know, uh, under 200 average, 269 Wobo, 140 ISO. So 
uh, you know, that's a little bit concerning, but he is under 4K, so I think people will still go there tonight. Uh, let's see. Marcus Semien uh, batting at the top of the lineup against Mike Leak. He's fine, at, but 4-1's a big number. Lindor against Boyd, yes, please, at 4-1. It's expensive, but I think he is in a really good spot here. Wouldn't be surprised to see him take him deep in this matchup. Uh... I want to say Bogarts has been swinging a pretty good bat as of late too. Been playing a little bit less here uh, towards the end of the year because I'm, you know, been firing up for for uh, football season, getting prepped for that. Eh, one hit in his last four games, nothing terrific there. So uh, probably he'll pass on that one. Uh, let's see. That's probably all I'm looking at. Segura versus a lefty is a pretty good spot. Three forty woba this season, but just limited upside at a four K price tag. So probably not. Looking there. And and D.D. Gregorius, that's a better spot for you. 3,900 against Doug Fister. 228 ISO, 375 weighted OBA uh, versus righties Fister. Again, he's been good three of his last four, but I don't know how much smoke and mirrors we really have there on that. Okay, let's get to the outfield and a number of guys for us to look at today. Uh, Marcus Thames kind of underpriced at 3,500, so he's a one potential name to look at, Carlos Gonzalez versus a righty in Coors, 3,100 on DraftKings, uh, under 7K, I think, on Fantasy Draft. So, you know, those are a couple of price-per-dollar guys that uh, in that middle tier that certainly uh, pop for me. I didn't have Mike Trout the other night. Played a lot of people who had Mike Trout the other night, and that means I lost a lot of money the other night. Maybe I should consider playing Mike Trout here. Uh, he's a pretty good player. Four for four, a triple, a home run, an RBI, a walk, 36 DraftKings points the other night against Cole Hamels here tonight. Uh, yeah, he's arguably one of the best uh, hitters in baseball. Uh, obviously, Stanton still locked in against Nick Pavetta. Uh, it's just so pricey at 5'6", but dude just rakes, so I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you've been playing him every day, you're in good shape here as of late uh let's see what else we got here in the outfield obviously all charlie blackman i mean jd martinez is just a terrific play for us tonight so uh aj pollock at four eight a terrific play tonight uh justin upton against the lefty here uh should be in the lineup i think for anaheim uh 4100 is not a gimme price tag but he's been pretty good so far this season and nice in that hand in this split uh, we can get some Reese Hoskins in the outfield as well against Dylan Peters. If you want to do that, you know, Reese, Ruth, Hoskins, uh, available to us here today. Nelson Cruz versus a lefty at home, and he is 4,900 today against Sean Manea. Never a bad split for Mr. Nelly Cruz. And, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, multiple home run upside for him today. Uh, let's see find any other names that are popping for me here um don't hate my matt joyce versus a lefty 3800 against mike leak uh enough with boog powell in the in the leadoff spot put joyce back in the leadoff spot and i'll get a little bit more excited about that one uh your power one-off brandon moss at uh against dylan g today 3.4 on dk on FanDuel. he's just 2200 fantasy draft 66 so I don't mind him as a power one-off, probably more on FanDuel than uh, other spots there. Uh, and Ryan Braun against Tanner Rourke. Yeah, really cheap over on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft tonight. 3-2 for him uh, on DraftKings, 3K on FanDuel, 6,400 on Fantasy Draft. He's got hits in three straight games. You know, it's not like he's 
you know, hitless in in eight straight or anything like that. So uh, obviously, uh, it's been a while since we've seen double digits, the 13th of August, but uh, maybe it comes today at a depreciated price. Tanner Rourke eh, doesn't scare me one bit. So uh, there you go. That's it. Let's get to our stacks tonight that we are looking at. Coors Field, yes, 1 and 1A, either side of that game. I am loving, but that's easy. Uh, let's give you some other spots. Cleveland today. I think they're a very stackable offense uh, against Matt Boyd. I think, um, oh, man, I don't want to stack the White Sox, but I think the White Sox could score some runs versus Blake Snell tonight. Uh, let's see. I think the Mariners versus Manea. I mean, let's Manea, for a while people were like, Manea's pretty good. Manea's not very good. 11-7, negative 15, negative 5, 1, 19, 2. That's what we've seen from him lately. So um, yeah, there's a lot of lefty and lefty there with guys like Seager and Cano. Um, but Haniger should be in the lineup. Segura, Nelson Cruz. Don't hate Seattle today as a one-off. And uh, and the Cardinals are the other team against Johnny Cueto. It's not usually smart to stack up uh, teams out there in San Francisco, but you'll get this team uh, at under 2% owned. And guys like Carpenter, DeYoung, I don't mind them. Even Dexter Fowler, decent price tag on him in the outfield. So those are some of the uh, spots that I'm looking at tonight, but I'm out of here Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back on Monday. And be sure, again, subscribe to the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcast that will have our very first show. Typically, the Monday show going to be week in review. But there's nothing to review. It's going to be looking ahead to week one. Davis, Maddock, Nate Nolan, and Sammy Reed will have that one for you. If you're new to those guys, they're over at Fantasy Insiders. Give them a listen. Let them know what you think. And then uh, the basically week of great NFL content begins, so get excited. Uh, I'm Dan Bach. Thanks for listening, downloading. Leave me a review. You guys did such an amazing job with Stevie and the morning grind, and we really needed that. Anytime you launch a new podcast, it's important to kind of get those reviews up to uh, get the uh, podcast uh, up the rankings over there on iTunes. So don't leave me in the, ba- in, the, in the dark. If you haven't made a review for this show, go ahead and do it. And uh, I'll talk to you again on Monday. Have a tremendous weekend. Get excited. NFL is here. And we will see ya. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169. And pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.